just so you know, <laughs> my mermaid has butt cheeks. <laughs> what mermaid? If I drew a mermaid, yeah. I'm with Italy. I'm putting butt cheeks on my mermaid. You're, it would probably and be rated be X. Yeah, you damn right. You damn right. All right, let's get into this. Okay. What's up, people? And welcome to episode 90 of the oh, Feelings First on a 90 Facts Later video. podcast. And this is going to be audio only. Don't do that. Don't do that. We're already late. It's all right. It's 90. We, we, we're we going for 100. We okay, worry about okay, this okay. one. Worry about okay. This. It's just That's another. a big deal. Is it? I think so. Okay. That 90 is a lot of work. It's a lot of hours. You would, if someone was 90 years old, we make it a big deal. Because yeah, it's a long time. Okay. All right. I mean, I know it's not 90 yeah, years. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're Okay, my you're point is, <laughs> it's I, a big number. I like your enthusiasm. It's a big number. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. We have 100. 100 is going to be the, okay. that, that big one. You know what I'm All saying? right. Will there be party hats and balloons? Whatever we need to do. Okay. Nudes, party hats, all sorts <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Are we going to be naked? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We should do that and just censor ourselves in the video. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Or or even if we did wear clothes, we just censored anyway. <laughs> yeah. That way no one no one knows what's going on. Yeah. They're like, were they naked for that yeah. one? Oh, okay. My feet with party yeah. hats. It'd just be skin colored outfits. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but if you are listening to this episode, you know we're a day late. So it is what it is. We uh You we, know what? I'm not I'm not apologetic about it. No, no, no. Well, I'm I'm only explaining it. But I, I think it's just, it's, they already know. It's yeah. baby, we're tired of shit. And Yesterday, we're here, goddammit. We made it at the end of the week. It, it's You're wild. Welcome. It's wild how when the cameras are turned off and the lights aren't on, <laughs> now you've got all the motherfucking balls. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. Because you don't even say shit until we're 33 <laughs> minutes in every single episode. <laughs> and then now, now you got all the shit to talk. <laughs> all right all right <laughs> i see what time it is we should do this more often i'll just i'll have the cameras just going and you don't even know the cameras are going oh. <laughs> yeah just to put the battery in your back a little bit no but uh we were going to put on an episode yesterday or record yesterday but it just we were just dead ass tired and i, I didn't want to put some bullshit out because we did we've done that before we we spent time recording and we're like it, yeah. Ugh, that was trash <laughs> let's just not do it and we end up deleting it and doing it all over again so to avoid that, we just decided. Or you don't delete it, and then you're, like, mad about it. <laughs> yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> that's even worse. But uh, this is going to be the episode where we talk about rule number six, which is a big, big rule for us. This is actually the reason why our therapist... <laughs> <laughs> recommended just, the yeah, book, yeah, probably. Thought it would be a great idea for us yeah. to purchase the book, read the book, and talk about it. Do you know the name of the rule? Nope, you always but, ask me. Nope, nope, nope. <clears throat> As I'm giving my little spiel about it, and you can look it up and then cut me off and say it. Okay. But um, I think that this is going to be the rule that is probably going to resonate with a lot of people. It's a pretty heavy rule that has to deal with everything that we all go through, or not everything, but something that we all go through in our relationships, and that is disagreements with your partner. Yeah. And this book really taps into how to better handle that situation uh, by way how of how you should be handling how you should it. be yeah. handling it mm -hmm. by way of 
figuring out you first. I mean, that's kind of kind of what it <laughs> yeah. is. I mean, we're we're gonna go deeper into it, but I want to address the monkey shit first. It's called win or lose together. There it is. Win or lose together. Oh, I like this. The quote under it says, "Conflict is the beginning of consciousness." There it is. Some deep shit. He's letting you know Some right off the rip. He's <laughs> yeah. letting you know right off the rip. It's yeah. not. It's not gonna be a, He's an not easy one. Fucking around. But this one is very very heavy. We. Uh, yeah. It's a deep one. At least for us. Mm. At least for us. I would think for it. Anybody. Any, anybody. <laughs> yeah. With a pulse who's anybody. in a relationship. Anybody. But let's let's get some fun stuff out of the way. And, and by the way, for anyone out there that is unclear about what I'm what I say when I say the monkey shit, I'm not talking about any race or anything like that. I'm not saying that. Is it, would that did that come yeah, to question? Yeah, someone asked me. They were like, "Why well, you know? Why well, you got to say that?" I was like, "What? No, I'm just." Who said that? I'm saying a monkey shit because we're, we're animals out here, and this is. Do they not know you? Wild info. It has nothing to do with race or anything like that. If if I call myself a baboon or a monkey, it's which not you do. Which I do. It's <laughs> not because of my skin color. You <laughs> fucking racist. <laughs> It's because I think we're all idiots. And at the end of the day, I think we're all just fucking apes that do Which long division. Which is why division. you do the monkey sound so much. Right, exactly. It's, yeah. it's fun because we take life way too serious. We think we're this this <laughs> species that's just... Blah, 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 blah. We're so no, we're shit-slinging apes. We just, <laughs> we just so happen to be able to, to speak a, a, a language with $10 <clears throat> words. And um, we know how to do long division. That's all it is. <laughs> right. They just haven't figured it out yet. They'll get there. They'll get there. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> to start it off, Robert De Niro. Oh, okay. Robert De Niro is welcoming his seventh child into the world how at the age of 79. Wow. Shout out to men. Wow. Conquering coochie. In their later years, how old is this I woman? It. I I don't know. I would imagine I, when well, I saw obviously her, younger. She, she looked like she was in her right, right, right. She's old, yeah. right of the age to bear a, a healthy yeah. child, right? It, it looked like she was about in her thirties. Okay. Now you know Robert De Niro's a lover, right? Yes. So <laughs> most most of his kids are khaki color kids. I think this, this one, one. I think this one might. You know, it's a little, what does she look like? she's not a black woman okay she's not a black woman she looks like she you know she she, she has some some color to her she's okay. not white so shout out to robert de niro doing his thing out there and and shout out to robert de niro doing his thing and being low-key about it like he didn't yeah this didn't come about with him on the internet you know bringing in my seven you know child also in the world, 79 though but that's but that's big dick energy right there. Seventy nine, right. and you're slaying low mileage pussy and letting them have your children. Yeah, that is. If yeah. if anybody if anybody should do it, it should be him. And I know um, his homeboy Pacino because I get I get I think they're the same person. They're they're, they're, they're the same. They're the same person. No, they're not. They're the same person. You don't get them confused. No. I you know it's um, they fall into like my little autistic bullshit like how i get orange and blue like i'll say the yeah. wrong thing like they're just kind of like i know they're far from one another but they're <laughs> but just kind of the they're just one in the same right <laughs> so De Niro, 
Pacino. See, I, I almost got, there you go. I might even be talking about Pacino. It might be somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I'm I have confused. to Google it. But, but, but I, from what I remember, I think that he has some children <clears throat> in his later years, as they should. Kings doing king shit. There That's you what go. We do. That's what we do. If if I lived a, a, another life, then you know. okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, what are you, what are you about to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're gonna no. be doing what uh podcasting with you until <laughs> until <laughs> you know what i'm saying no but i like how he did it kind of in a low-key way because he was uh doing some sort of interview and someone said something about six children and he corrected them and said seven so it wasn't like he got online yeah. and yeah. put his big ass nose in the camera you know talking about <laughs> yeah. yeah i shot the club up again and i got it just came about but it's but it's something to celebrate both things yeah celebrate his ability to be somewhat classy about his information mm-hmm. that gets put out but at the same time flexing saying like no nah, I'm, I'm i'm still i'm still that guy yeah still that I'm still guy. populating i might look crazy but i can still yeah. this dick still sh- still doing things. we're good <laughs> we're good i wish we never left the days where celebrity like celebrities were not uh attainable as far as us getting all their information like yeah, i like following the day, them around right I, I like the days where they had a little bit of mis- or a lot of mystique to them mm-hmm. where you really seemed like out of reach going on. yeah right, right right out of reach you couldn't just fuck around and tweet them and then they tweet something back to you mm-hmm. or they weren't begging for your attention and validation like um nick cannon recently put out a tweet saying something to his exes I think I have it written down here somewhere. Um, something along the lines of, to all my exes, thanks for my toxic origin story gladly turning into the villain. Y'all want me to be or some... some, some oh, what is he talking like about? That. But it's, it's, yo, dog, you, you're Nick Cannon, bro. Yeah. You've been winning. Yeah. You've and been winning. And what exes is he talking about? He's still with everybody. I, well, maybe this comes <laughs> from... I, I, I want to say he was, in the, he was in a media not too long ago saying that if he could have a baby with uh christina million or something like that or he would have done it so maybe maybe this was like along that same Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, conversation mm -hmm. line like that interview then led to that and now here he is tweeting this kind of stuff but it's it's like yo you you're you've won right you're you're good you don't need to say anything yeah you you have a whole harem right right and there are a lot of people that are on your side about it. Some people are against it, but eh, we just call them haters. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But you have so much success. Money. Your, your health might not yeah. be the best. Yeah. But, but it's that, not but, stopping but you, him but from doing his thing. He's so productive not. in all right. the ways. But here you are having to do that, like having to flex or having to get or, you know, whatever whatever you're looking for. It just doesn't, I don't know. When I, when I see something like that, it kind of, not that it matters, but it makes me go, okay, you're you're just you're just a regular nigga that does petty shit. Yeah. But it's so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And at, at what point do you not like what point do you not do that? I guess it depends who you are. But it's seems- some people who just are who would do that anyway, I guess. It's just who he is, evidently. And I think a lot of it has to do with just 
what's required of today's celebrity, right? Like somewhere along the line, someone put it in our head that we need transparency. We need you to be available. We need we need to be able to reach out and touch you or talk to you or yada, yada, or whatever it may be. Yeah, but like some we, people don't address it, the bullshit. There's people that still choose not to. And I like that. Yeah. I like that. I, I like the ones that stand on top of the hill and just look down and go, ha. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm there. You know who else is, um, I guess you could say good or a bad example of this, would be SZA. In what way? Did, did you see last week she posted a picture of her and her nipples were damn near out. Like she had like a see-through top on. Yeah, yada, I may yada, have yada. seen that. But what about it? When I see that, I, I go, why? Why is she doing that? Why is she going down the road of showing her nipples and things like that to the world where she has real talent? And Maybe she wants to show people her nipples. Okay, that's fine. And, and it, it has appeared that as of late, especially with the delay of this album, remember, it, was, it wasn't any music coming out, but it was her trying to be this sex symbol, which I, maybe I'm, I'm missing something. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. I, and it's, it's, not just, it's not to say that she's not an attractive woman, but to for me, she doesn't look like a sex like, symbol. I like wouldn't, something, yeah, something's I wouldn't, off. The yeah. way she moves, the way she operates. Is, I feel like she's a weirdo in a great way. Like, it's, I, wouldn't, I don't find her sexy. Right. Watch this. I think that SZA is more attractive than Tiana Taylor. Okay. As far as like face face wise. Okay. But Tiana Taylor to me would is more of a sex symbol than yes. SZA would be. Yes, I see. That exactly. Makes, what like you're I, I can't mm, I really explain what it is. But that aside, that aside, because we love SZA, we love. I her think music. it's the energy too, and SZA like tries to dance and she looks crazy. Tiana Taylor, there's she is sexy. Yeah. Even though her face is not attractive and we're led to believe that SZA is emotional and she's really yeah. you know in her feelings and yada yada, yeah. yada. so it's like you, you that that to me that's not that's not sexy yeah super fucking talented amazing yeah, voice amazing pen yeah but with that said because she has those things I feel like showing your nipples nowadays or like just doing showing the salacious photos that she's showing even though she obviously she wants to do it but I feel like that's beneath her that's regular bitch shit. Okay. That's regular sometimes, talentless bitch shit for Sometimes bitches with talent want to do basic bitch shit though. Okay. As, as women, sometimes we want people to look at us how other how people look at basic bitches. Or, so yeah, when I see I that, see that. I see that the same way I see the Nick Cannon tweet where that's some basic nigga shit. Okay. Be on your hill. Stay on the top of your hill in your castle, yada, yada, yada. Look down at everyone else and let what, you're, what you've been put on this planet do, let that be what makes you shine. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So not to say that you can't do it. Obviously, people are doing it, whatever. And this is why we have this conversation. But when I see things like that, it makes me go, oh, okay. Yeah, this is doing regular people shit. But for me it takes away from that like the power of that person because it, because it looks like you're trying to get attention any way you can get it mm -hmm. 
So You're just a regular person. <laughs> of course, I know the regular people. I get that. I get that. You know, I see. I, just... I understand what you're saying. More, I un- I understood more what you're saying in regards to Nick Cannon. That I see more. It says I I could see with for women, it might be different. For I, and I'm just speaking for how I feel about it. I think that that's just kind of one and the same okay. again only because you're doing something that a regular for a woman that's what a regular ass has no talent no nothing trying to make anything pop mm-hmm. here please pay attention to me here are my nipples pay attention <laughs> yeah to me. like that's some hail mary regular bitch shit of 2023 <laughs> yeah. it's it, it we're so desensitized to it it's not even Mm-hmm. Like there, I remember there was a time where it, seeing a celebrity nipple was like what a big deal. Well, remember when it accidentally happened to Janet Jackson and the world almost or, fucking died, right? Or Lil Kim, remember that shit? Like uh-huh. that was like a it was yes, the nip slip was like holy shit, that's yeah. a Janet Jackson nipple. Right. Now if that happened out, no one would give a fuck. No one would it. care. You'd be like, oh, okay, All <laughs> yeah. right, well, there it is, yeah. nip slip cool story we all have nipples mm-hmm. <laughs> you know kind of thing so <laughs> i guess i guess just to kind of like stay on the, the topic of body parts and things like that i found this article and i thought it was interesting and i'm going to show you a picture of this one oh, God. just so you know so be prepared but man tats his wife's vagina on his forearm what do you think of that <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> what and, and when I show you a picture of this, this oh vagina, this is not a pretty, you know, <laughs> pork bun vagina where everything's <laughs> nice and tucked in. This is like Publix stuffed salmon <laughs> looking <laughs> vagina. And it looks crazy. Oh, my God. Crazy. Yikes. Hold on. I have to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> that looks Wow. That looks rough, right? It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. It's very detailed. <laughs> Shout out to the artist. The artist did a really good did job. Did she sit for that? Or did he send her a picture? Yeah. This woman's better yeah. side. Yikes. <laughs> better side in quotes. But that 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 actually <sighs> I that, wonder how she feels about it. I, I Like I wonder I, if she was like all about it and or was like, really? I would imagine this would probably be the first time she's like she's now having to to know what her shit looks like. Like I don't think because I, I mean, how often are you looking down there to know what? Can, I mean, I don't you, need to do can it. Can you often. pick your pussy out in the lineup? I mean, I know what my pussy looks like. Can you pick it out in the lineup? I guess I don't know if other pussies look like mine. Fair enough. So, <laughs> but I know so what mine know. looks like. Well, you know it doesn't look like this. I know it doesn't look like that. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. I don't. I don't look at it often, but like I have, and I know what it looks like. Hmm. Well, shout out to her. <laughs> you can't leave her at that point. I mean, you're, you're obviously going to have to get this thing covered up. Big time. Yeah, or find a similar pussy. Or, oof. <laughs> or not. Maybe, clearly, he has to like it. For you to put it on your forearm, he's got to be proud of it. Well, so then, and not to pussy shame, because I, I know there's some shame. women out there that, you know, have, the, and they know, some women, they they, they know. They, you all know what a pretty one looks like. You can't control 
Right, right, right. Your put what your pussy looks like. Well, you know what? If if so we're gonna penis it. size shame yeah. and yada yada yada, we could pussy shame. We could talk about. Shame. You know what I'm saying? We could, we could talk about the the not. Maybe the, some men like that. Well, clearly. So that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say maybe this gentleman is inexperienced, and this is the only one that he knows about, and so he thinks that this is acceptable, and that if he puts this on his arm, no one's gonna say ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my yeah no one's gonna go really bro why why'd you do that to her <laughs> he doesn't know about the ones that look like a monkey mouth sideways you know what i'm saying <laughs> remember those remember that tattoo back in the day it was looked like uh it was like a homer simpson's head was tattooed above a pussy so and it looked like homer <laughs> no. simpson's mouth because it was like that no babe i don't know clothes. anything about that yeah remember it have you seen one of those or multiple because you're like remember like everybody knows about no about it it was it was a thing this is back when this is like oh how many of those have you seen huh this is like oh four oh five you're fucking deaf today today you can't hear should i say what are you talking about huh because <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out what angle are you coming from what are you talking about <laughs> Can we move on? You tell me. Yeah, let's do this. Let's move on. Are you are you at least proud of that guy? What do you mean? Would you want your vagina tattooed on your guy? Would you want your, your name guy. tattooed? You? Well, uh, your guy. I, well, I'm saying in a world where a guy would do such a thing, you had to no. think about it. I would not want my dick tatted on you. That'd be crazy. <laughs> What if I want? What if I wanted it where? tattooed on me? Where on my forearm? That's crazy. <laughs> and it, well, is, what if I wanted it? And then is it to size? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To scale. Yeah, yeah. To scale? Is it to scale? <laughs> <laughs> or is it? That's crazy. No, I will look at you like you're fucking crazy <laughs> if you put a dick on your forearm. <laughs> And that wouldn't be a dick. It'd be your I dick. I don't even want my name on you. <laughs> to me, that's that's too that's too much. Okay. Well, if you wanted my pussy on, I mean, I'd be like, why? But I mean, if you really wanted to do it, like, okay. So it I wouldn't guess. turn you off. No. A dick tattoo would certainly turn me off. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, women are just way more resilient when it comes to certain things than guys are. You know because saying? I think you, it would also, I think you think it would make me look some type of way if I'm walking around with a dick on my forearm. That'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask the people. What do they we think? We need a poll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> this pop, this actually popped up on the news today. It was Lake Nona. So this is a, a Florida thing. This is local people. And if you don't subscribe to like Florida news, I, 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 think, I think we the have the best does, news. Babe. If I you don't subscribe to Florida knows. news, then, yeah. then you're you're missing out. But Lake Nona, and, oh, and, and watch this. This is you and I. The reason why I brought this up was because it had to do with something that took place at work on Tuesday with the whole, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, and we, we'll, we'll go into I'll I'll go into detail about it. But in Lake Nona Middle School, 
a teacher had to step down after a student did a presentation on illegal Mexicans taking over Florida. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, this is a, a middle school, right? Yikes. So I don't know exactly what took place, but on the news, it was talking about how uh, some kid was going viral because he was doing a presentation, going on a diatribe about Mexicans and how they're taking <laughs> over Florida and yada, yada, yada. And of course, it was greenlit by the teacher. And not only was it greenlit by the teacher, but the teacher allowed the presentation to continue to take place oh, even after it was clearly upsetting multiple students. Oh, now, wow. <laughs> before we jump all over this kid... Did they record it? Yeah, they recorded it. Okay. Well, you know, just it, it was like snippets here and okay, there. Okay. Okay. It was. It, it, I mean, he he has some strong points, and <laughs> and, and not for nothing, <laughs> the kid's kind of onto something. Uh uh <laughs> Now, 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 I I, I want to make it clear to people: I am not a Democrat. I am not a Republican. I'm a full-on capitalist, but I subscribe to no political party or anything like that. I subscribe to the truth and more importantly, I subscribe to whoever is going to help me better myself the most. So yeah, I voted Republican before I voted Democrat. Just want to put that out there. And with that, I am 100% not opposed with anyone wanting to come over to this country and enjoy this milk and honey that we have. I, I think this is a great country. I have served this country and I do not blame anyone for wanting to come over here by hook or by crook. I get it. I get it. Especially if you're going to come over here and you're going to do the damn thing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Which. Live the American dream. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, but there is something to be said when you are a person that lives in an area or in an area that has an issue with illegal immigrants. And this is not just from Mexico. This is just from anywhere. So I'm not picking at Mexicans or anything like that. But we live in a part of town where we do get illegals, right? Primarily <laughs> where we live, it's a lot of Haitians. And and, and there are uh, people I've of I've never seen Hispanic Haitians origin. in any other part of Central Florida. They're here. Except here, yeah. You know, I... I, I found I out. They were here. I found out what happens. I found out what happens. What? What they do is is that they have these vans that shuttle from Miami well, all the way up to Orlando. In, so me, they're and in South a, Florida. It is a big business. Okay. Hauling Haitians from <laughs> South Haitians. Florida. Yes. Filling up the van and bringing them up here. Yeah. Because in in South Florida, it's a problem. And it's becoming a problem here. Yeah. Right. And I say that to say, and this is not to say all Haitians are bad. This is not to say that. But there is a problem when your insurance gets affected because crime, the crime rate is going up. And or you're uninsured all, motorists. Uninsured motorists. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just moving, moving from another city Listen. to Orlando, you find out the hard way mm -hmm. that your insurance damn near triples. Yeah, it's Not crazy. because of anything that you've done, no. but because there are a shit ton of uninsured motorists in this city. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with illegal immigration and people that are driving without papers, driving with bad licenses and things like that. So I say all that to say, I can understand where someone that lives in an area that directly affects them. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, and they want to go on a, a diatribe about how it, you know, it's a problem and yada, yada, yada. And maybe there should be some sort of, uh, I guess you say a little bit more parameters to make sure that the, the, the people that are over here are over here for the right intentions and doing the right things and doing everything. What about it the right, the right way. way yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Um, but, 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 but I also think that doing it in a classroom is not the right place to do it. Especially if you're talking about middle schoolers where, yeah. <laughs> where, where, no. you know, uh, spreading your political agenda Oof. or your political, um, you said they had things. they were let go. Oh yeah, the, the, the teacher, the, the teacher, yeah, the teacher stepped down. Which, was it a man? You know, it was a man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 you know how that works. Yeah, Lake Nona, come on. Yeah, and anyone that's not familiar with Central Florida, Lake Nona is a very, um, it's a it's a a very wealthy, wealthy part of Orlando, right? Wealthy little suburb of Orlando. Yeah, right outside of it. Yeah, you're not broke if you live in Lake, Lake Nona. That's no, for no, sure. Yeah. yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're doing, you're, you're yeah. pretty well off. You're so, comfortable. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but what made that article really stick out to me was the disrespect towards Mexicans, which had to do with something that took place earlier this week. And you pointed out just how much disrespect Mexicans get because just because someone speaks Spanish, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're Mexican. And and I want to say it's been proven that a lot of people that come up from the the southern border, even though they're coming in through Mexico, it that doesn't they're not necessarily all Mexicans or anyone that's also south of Mexico that's riding their way up. So it could be whether they're from Argentina or whatever the hell they're from and they make it all the way up here and now they get in here, yada yada. <laughs> Correct? Yes. Am I off? <laughs> no. Okay. All right, all right. But but Tuesday, I don't know what it was. It wasn't just they when I asked the question at this facility I work for, they briefly said it was Taco Tuesday. But I want to say that they had something going on for the entire week because every day of the week people were dressing up and doing something different. I, that I had to do with Mexicans? No. OK. Just was it spirit week? It, it, some, at, something, at maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to ask too many questions because I was just just disgusted. Oh, and I was God. only going to be there Tuesday. So anything that took place any other day, Tuesday already had nothing to do with me. But the rest of the week really had nothing to do with me. So I just kind of <laughs> let it go. But I showed to work on Tuesday and I noticed that everybody, and by everybody, I mean the staff that's predominantly black and white. They're walking around with ponchos on and... Oh, and sombreros and fake little Mexican mustaches. Just mustaches, babe. Uh-huh. You said Mexican mustache. No, 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 no. I I wanted <laughs> to make it clear that it's that they're I'm talking about the stereotypical Mexican mustache. I'm not talking oh, about handlebars. I'm not talking about the little Chinese long oh, mustache. God. I'm not talking about that. that out. What? Why I got I got black Chinese out? <laughs> I'm talking about stereotypes. I'm blocking that out. I didn't say anything crazy. Because then yeah, if I block yeah. it out, then people are going to think I said something crazy. Okay. <laughs> right? It was your stereotypical Mexican mustache. I would I would imagine whatever costume that they got this out of, it, oh it, it came with it. Anyway, black women were wearing these things. White oh women were wearing these God. things in celebration of, the, and this, by the way, people, this was not Cinco de Mayo. 
which would have still been disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't Cinco de Mayo. This was... It was the, the week after. The ninth yeah. or something <laughs> like that. Right. Right. And... One guy, one guy went as far oh, as dressing up like, can you say cholo? Is that okay? Yeah, I don't think that's That's like, not offensive? I okay. I don't think it's like derogatory. Well, just to paint a picture, it was a like, he was dressed up like a cholo where he had the the plaid button down with just the button, button at up. the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he had a, a blue bandana wrapped around oh, his head. Oh my God. You know, it's just, it, Jesus just the Christ. whole nine with the mustache <laughs> so Who thought that was a good I idea don't well know. everybody did it obviously. made me uncomfortable because i couldn't help but to think if these black women saw someone dress up with an afro or some baggy pants with a jersey and a fitted cap to the back for a fried chicken friday <laughs> it would have been a fucking it problem it would have been a problem yeah. hr so these Emergency. same people that were doing something probably not with the intentions to really be deliberately offensive. They're doing something probably in celebration. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, even though I'm not using ignorance as their blanket to say that this was OK because they're ignorant to it. But doing things like that in today's climate clearly I, is yeah. disrespectful. Now, if we lived in any other world, if we lived in a, what would be a perfect world to me. Fun racism will be okay, right? <laughs> but it would be universal. It would be universal. Yeah. No, everyone, everybody got everybody everyone gets get it. it yeah. Right. The small hats will get it. The the, the Asians <laughs> would get it. You, you know what I'm saying? The Mexicans we had. The blacks would get it. Whites. I mean, they, the whites are the only people that you could really make fun of now and be safe, right? They. <laughs> you you well, get what I'm saying? They earned it. Well, it, unless they're like redhead, then you. I mean, you can't really make fun of them. Like you can't say the G word, right? <laughs> <laughs> the G word. Is it? Can you say the G word? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> in my perfect world, because I enjoy fun, we can all <laughs> make fun of one another and it won't be a problem. So if we wanted to put on some Mexican mustaches or if Kyle from accounting wanted to put on an afro with a, with a pick in his head, and we can all just enjoy that this is all in fun. We we know that everyone isn't like this. It, it's just a stereotype. And yeah. We just have fun with it and yada, yada, yada. I would love it. But the fact that we don't live in that world and we live in a world where people will be outraged about shit that's so whatever, then I do see this scenario and I go, hey, yo, that's not fair. No. Because you know that if they did some shit like that to you, you would be, be upset. Be a fucking problem. You'd yeah. be upset. But you—they didn't see that. No. Even when you pointed it out, even no. though I don't think ignorance is an acceptable excuse, I found I found that crazy. Regardless, but even when you pointed it out, they didn't agree. You know what I think it is. I think what it is is um, because of how we view. Mexicans in general in mm -hmm. this country, not everybody, but just just in, in general, general, right? Yeah, I think because they haven't had a voice to really push back and say, "Hey, this this hurts our feelings," because they just want to sit at the table or they just don't want to be fucked with. Yeah, so I if, think that's if, it more than so. Anything. If not being fucked with means, hey, we're just gonna stay silent, suffer in silence. That way, no one tells us to you know go. Then they they take a beating. Yeah, they take a huge beating. I know. It's fucked up.
right? And I, I want to say one, well, no, I'm not going to say that because that would just be me being, <laughs> never mind. But, but <laughs> I don't think that these black women with these mustaches or that dude dressed up the way he was dressed up, I don't think that they were doing it with, you know, malice in our heart or anything like that. I, I think that think they were doing it all in fun. Makes it okay. No, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's <laughs> yeah. not an excuse. Because again, if the shoe was on the other foot uh -huh. in this climate that we live in now, they wouldn't have seen it as an excuse. Because we see it all the time. White people might say something. White people might do fried chicken and watermelon for Black History Month. Yeah. And everyone loses their shit about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we could sit here and say that was that well that, well, that was just ignorant. They they what, but you also don't agree with this, mm -hmm. so you're so you're 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 this saying, hey, since we can't do it, yeah. no one's. I don't doing like it across right? the board. Yeah, but they don't see it that way more than likely. I see because I well, obviously. that's just how people operate. Yeah, right. You you always feel like you have to say something when you feel like a stone's being thrown at you, even if it wasn't targeted at you. Yeah. Versus when you're throwing stones at other people. Right, crazy. like we have we have a good relationship, but man, how we handle race in this house, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we do. Like we like, safely we, we safely make fun of we, one another. We we, we 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 now I'm gonna admit what I do. What do I do? I call you a rice and bean eater. What do I call you? And when you? you walk into the room, I might go. I do that. I do that. I know. Sometimes I'm, out I wonder loud, what I do. You, you call me a street cheater? Oh my God, I have never. You're the only racist person in this house. Oh, I'm the only one. Yes. I'm the only babe, one. You're the don't worst. You, don't you see oh black God. people in don't videos and you say that they look like me and my father? Didn't, isn't that what you did? No. Oh, no? No, I didn't. No? Oh, a lot of these people, huh? Say swear. <laughs> How is that racist? That's racist. You say all no, black people look alike. I did not say that. Oh my god. If I if I think the AC is down too low, what do you say? <laughs> well, that is true though. Oh, not that's true. Not that's true. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> You know what isn't true. What? And I was going to skip it, but I'm not going to skip it. What isn't true is this recent article that I read with with some sort of St. Andrews University talking some shit that uh, water isn't the best way to hydrate anymore. Oh, yeah. That is skim milk and... And Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi and <laughs> orange juice all the water. That's not true. No, that's fucking crazy. And you know what? You know what? If it is true, let's say it is true, because I, I when I read this, I was like, wait a minute. If it is true. You are now going to have to admit that you all have had it wrong for a long time. You see what I'm saying? Because it's been widely understood that the best way to hydrate is to drink water. Or some sort of sports drink if you need to rehydrate, but only if you need to rehydrate. Because right. you're drinking a sports drink when you don't need to rehydrate because you haven't been perspirating. Then you run the risk of actually uh, retaining more water because it's high in sodium and yada, yada, yada. And, and other things that you really don't need if you're just trying to maintain hydration. Mm -hmm. Anyway, 
so how how do you handle that? How do you handle saying, hey, we've had it wrong this entire freaking time? I wonder. I here we go. And Pluto isn't yeah. a planet. You see what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's, it's kind of like one of those things. But if you're not telling us the truth, then now you have to tell us that we're just lying to you and we'll say whatever we need to say in order for you to click on an article and yada, yada, yada and raise debate. So it's just, it's just a lot I of I wonder things. how many people are reading that and are like, oh, my God, this is great information to know i need to Enough stop drinking people. water you think so 100 percent. because watch this well i think that people just validates i was gonna say if anything it'll validate the non-water drinkers because there are people who right. just don't like water and that's the thing anytime you do something you want what you're doing to be right yeah. so if someone releases an article and says hey by the way, this whole water thing when hydrating, overrated, yeah, you know, is better than that. And they give you a whole list. And if you run down the list, it says skim milk, oral hydration to include like Pedialyte or liquid liquid IV. They, 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 they put, put that, in, that there. in there. Right, right, right. Not just like uh, an electrolyte drink. They said liquid Specifically. IV and Pedialyte, right, right? Full fat milk, orange juice, cola, diet cola, cold tea, tea. Mm. I don't know what the difference is other than the temperature, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, okay. Anyway, maybe maybe one hydrates you better because your body doesn't have to. Well, I guess cold tea. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> sports drink. Now, now we have the sports drink, right? Still water, sparkling water, lager, and then coffee. Interesting. Right. So. If you don't know any better and then you read this and you're already not a water drinker, you go, holy shit. Now I really don't even have yeah. to try to drink. <laughs> this whole yeah. diet cola thing that I've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep that up. Why do I need to worry about hydrating? Did a woman die because all she drank was diet diet coke? I I, I can believe that. There was something I like don't know that. for a fact, yeah. but I can believe that. Yeah, I bet I can pull that out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just it's just where we are. I read it and I call bullshit, but then they make it hard for you not to consider it because they attach a whole university to it. I don't, I don't know much about St. Andrews University. I'm, I'm, I'm not that um, up to speed on what schools are better and yada, yada, yada. But, but when you tie in a university, you go, oh, these are college people. Yeah, it people. makes it oh, sound like educated. One thousand percent. But Ugh. who knows? <laughs> who knows drink you, water people drink Jesus water Christ. drink water and give hugs you ready to get serious sure you ready to talk about what we've come to talk about yes <laughs> you want to lead it or you want me to lead it you lead it okay all right what did we say the title of it was rule number six already oh it says uh do you remember nope Win or lose together. Win or lose together, people. This is rule number six of the eight rules of love by Jay Shetty. And um, this is a rule that. How do I put it? This is a rule that really spoke to us because <laughs> it uh, it not that it, it highlighted things that we already didn't know. And I guess we've just kind of had a cheat code because we do go to therapy together. Yeah. So this that is, helps. <laughs> yeah, this, this is something that, okay, after therapy, here's a book, you read a book and you go, oh yeah, this aligns with this. Oh, 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 okay. Well, this explains that. And then, 
it kind of puts a pretty little bow on everything. We'll I put agree. It that way, yeah, kind of thing. Because not for nothing, we've done a lot of healing individually mm-hmm. since we've been together, and we've done a lot of healing together as far as going to therapy and spending a lot of time doing that. Mm-hmm. So by the time that you and I have gotten to receive this book, the work's already been done for the most part. But this really helps capture things and helps kind of push things forward a little bit more I in the right direction. Like for me, it's been like, yes, I don't, I think we're still working. Well, I know I'm still working on No, 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 stuff. no. We're not complete. When I say that. <laughs> but like, this is just. <laughs> I should have said, you're not complete. No, no, no. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like, anytime, it's like anything that you want to get good at. The mm-hmm. more information you get, even if you've already heard it, it's good to hear it again. And some people say it in different ways that mm-hmm. you maybe take little different nuggets from that. Like, it's like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah no, I, I get it. So even though we've heard this information and we're working on these things, it's just another another way of hearing it. Right. I don't know if that's... <laughs> no, no, no. I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know. It, and he did have... He, he has little things that I was like, oh, even though I, I kind of knew, like, I like how he said that. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a good, that's a good point. Right. Because there is something to be said. Anytime someone's reading a book in, in anyone out there that has read books, especially books like this, is that these people spend a lot of time with their thoughts, their ideas, yada, yada, yada. They, they, he's probably written that book multiple times before mm-hmm. he put that final print out. Mm-hmm. So you're getting something that is a, a very concentrated version of a bunch of things that you might get through different therapy sessions because your therapist is is in the moment freestyling with you. Yeah. So there are things that that person might know, but just it's not coming out because yes. of time or yeah. being you know in the moment, things like that. While a book, because there is time to revisit things and talk exactly. about things and think about things and yada 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 you do get a very polished version yes. of ideas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which i know people are like well duh <laughs> but no no but no but but I, but I say all that to just to compare it to what i was saying before with therapy versus reading the book yeah because my original thought process of mentioning the whole therapy thing was to to make it known that when we read this book, we kind of had an advantage because we're not going into it with a a, a empty slate on what's Correct. in it front wasn't of us. like light bulb right. moments, we've, but it was like oh yeah, go ahead. Right, we've had the access to being in therapy together, which has given us an advantage where when we read something like this, it's easier for us to digest. Yeah. Because we can relate it to not only experiences, but we can relate it to having a non-biased third party mm-hmm. communicate and, and speak to us and educate yeah. us and, and walk us through things. Versus if you're more than likely the average reader who doesn't have the time or resources or want to go to therapy for mm-hmm. that matter you might be picking up this book and this might be your therapist yeah right and then i know more couples that don't go to therapy 100, or have 100, never 100%, been to therapy 100 percent. than i do 
you know. I think most people will say that. And I think, well, that's people in general also. Right, right. Most people don't go to therapy. Because most people don't acknowledge how fucked up that they are. That's a fucking fact. (laughs) Or don't even know. Right. And, and, And just to be clear, when I say fucked up, I don't mean... That you have all these problems. And well, yada, I think yada, that's yada. the problem. People it's think just, fucked up looks a certain kind of way. Right. It doesn't look a certain No, way. like you think worst case scenario to you or to the general public. No, fucked up is as a fucking spectrum. <laughs> of what it may look like. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be like there's anything wrong per se, but it could just be your way of interacting with the world. Yeah. That could, it could be hindering and maybe not. Mm. I know I'm, try, I'm 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 really trying to work my brain to, to I'm not smart enough to do it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, without giving an example, but we all have something about us that could be changed in order to better prepare us and make us a better person with other people. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And it could be a spectrum as far as you're, you're overly passive to overly aggressive. Mm-hmm. You're overly uh, conservative, overly progressive. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, mm-hmm. there's a, a whole spectrum of things. And, and, yeah. and unless you spend time with another human being, like quality time with another human being, those things might not ever get exposed. And by human being, I don't mean someone of your own tribe. So not your family members, not things like that. Like someone from a different walk or whatever it may be to expose it. it, it, it mm-hmm. Am I, I saying? <clears throat> no, I see what you're saying. Am I saying that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Anyway. Or even if it does get exposed, you both might not think that that's something that needs to be solved. Like Correct. your fucked upness. Like some people, that's just how, what their relationship looks like. That's just what their life looks like. They mm-hmm. don't, even if they think it's a problem, they don't do anything to change it. Right. Here's here's a prime example of what we mean by you could be fucked up, but not necessarily in a bad way, but in a way that might not be... Uh, might not be the best way to approach something with another person if you don't acknowledge what's happening. We mentioned the situation that we had with the nanny, mm-hmm. right? Where I saw it, I handled it one way as far as how I wanted to, uh, not wanting to pick size, but you wanted me to pick size and yada, 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 right? Yeah. In that scenario, I think that's a perfect case of I viewed that scenario the way that I view it because of the way I handle the world. You wanted something else from me. We weren't seeing eye to eye on how I should have seen it or you should have seen it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No one's wrong in that scenario. No one was really fucked up, but without the ability of knowing, Hey, you're you and I'm me and this is how we see things and that's okay and yada, yada, yada. This is how we're going to move forward with it. Without that, 
that could go sideways. Oh, that could have gone way worse. For sure. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, yeah. But it wasn't about who's right or who's wrong. Now, if you are more <clears throat> like-minded with myself, you might go, nah, bruh, you were right. She was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're more, you know, on the lines of you, then you would say, no, girl, you were right. He was wrong. He should have. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But see, that's the thing. There is no right and you're wrong. It, it's just having that level of understanding of, hey, I saw it this way. You saw it this way. I understand how you view right. it. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm not saying you're wrong. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And just to be able to, na to navigate through that, I think that that yeah. right there is a good example of two people handling something different because of walks of life or whatever it may be, but no one's right. No one's wrong. Both acknowledging that they're fucked up in a kind of way. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I acknowledge, yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm fucked up that I decide to be objective about everything. And you know, yada, yada, yada. you know what I'm saying? Like, and that, and that, and that, and what I'm saying is that almost like in a robot way where this is just how I handle it. It's just, you know, without, <laughs> You get it? Yes. I'm laughing at robot because it is kind of like that. Right. Right. Like it's like ones <laughs> it and zeros and it adds robot. up to this. Bram, bram, bram. Okay, here you go. Here's And, yes. this is, and then no, no matter how you flip I it know. because of certain variables, you're going to get this answer. <laughs> and it's just how it is. But then you can also say, well, you're fucked up for projecting, you know, your views of how you would have handled something and how you would have just been, I got your side, da, 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 and I'm going to believe you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's just, it just works hand in hand like that. Right. So, not to say that everyone needs to get therapy, by the way. I'm saying, I'm, I'm going to say everybody needs therapy. Really? Yeah. I, I, I only give pushback to that because if <laughs> what they're doing works for them and their partner and the world around them, then, nah. I think you're fine. Like, I don't think you need therapy. Define works, helps. though. Define works. That's what I... No, 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 no. I see a lot of things that work that are fucked up. Okay, fair enough. A lot. And some would say they work. Uh... Okay. All right. I don't know shit. Anyway, <laughs> th and this kind of goes into what you're saying. One, one of the first takeaways that I got from this rule was it started off really early on couples that don't fight usually operate in avoidance mm -hmm. which i thought was very important because a lot of times people think oh well if i was in a good relationship we wouldn't fight we wouldn't argue yada yada yeah. yada i'd say that you're probably operating in a place where there's no passion yeah no because growth even if there's passion even if there's growth involved you all are going to fuss about something now it doesn't necessarily have to be an all-out fight yeah. yada 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 and, and be this toxic thing whatever it may be but if there's no disagreement yeah that sounds crazy if there's no feelings getting hurt because of someone did something communicating like right right what, what, what's going on here <laughs> yeah or if you all are just going to your separate corners and you just put bury things on the rug and you pretend that nothing, you know, nothing's happening wrong and, and everything's right. Mm -hmm. and yada, yada, yada. That's not healthy. No, that's not healthy. And that's not real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
because there's going to be a disagreement somewhere about something if you both are not <laughs> fucking doorknobs of personalities. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you both have the personality of a fucking sneaker, then yes. <laughs> I, I, well, I don't know any couples like that, so I, I can't say. Like, I think maybe there's the, the fantasy of that, but I, I, I don't know anybody that. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't argue or have their moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, or I, I also go to, <clears throat> like, then do you even give a fuck about each other? Are you even in it anymore? Like, if you're not arguing, like, to your point about passion, like, like, like if you don't have disagreements, then are you even in this relationship anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, that's where my head goes. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I, I guess it's... It's like that sometimes with some people, and that's why they're able to, to talk about this. But no, I'm with you. I don't know anyone that's like that. But I also don't hang out with people that are just dull, you know? Because I think we've said this before. Like, when I, if I don't want to argue, if I don't, if I, if nothing, like, I don't feel anything anymore, mm-hmm. then I'm just done. Right, that, <laughs> like that's a clear indicator for me. Yeah, right, like different is not good. Yeah, no. Right, you rather me hate you. Yeah, than be give me something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because just to, like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a bad and and like truly feel that way. Correct. Not like just it's genuine. Because there, there are very, you know there are times where I say I don't give a fuck or whatever it may be, but then it's like ugh, then, you know it eats you up. But to really, really yeah, like, just have no feelings uh, about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a, it's not a good space to be in. No. Not a good space to be in at all. But this rule really focuses on the idea of not seeing situations where there is a disagreement as a you versus me. Right. And, and then I think that's important like what does fight mean exactly right or what should it mean what should it mean yes right and and this rule really tries to teach you on the importance of seeing it as us versus the problem yes and how we can solve a problem and that there is no winner or loser as far as you and i go because if one person loses you both lose yeah especially if you (laughs) care about the relationship and this is where this chapter really focuses on and i think just the book in general really focuses on just doing the work yourself before getting yourself in doing the work on yourself before trying to fixing a relationship because one thing that he does focus on a lot in this project in this rule is uh putting your ego aside mm-hmm yeah, and making sure so that you he don't. He says, leave. "Purify the ego, right. <laughs> letting that shit go, putting that to the side." Which I can tell you, I know is a very, very hard thing to do. And with that said, even reading these books and <laughs> yeah. even all the therapy, there are times where all that shit can still go out the window. <laughs> yeah, and it's fuck you. <laughs> yeah, this is. <laughs> I know I ain't wrong, and this is what it's going to be. Until you calm down and you take <laughs> yeah. a break and you get a time to recoup, rethink, 
and then you get back at it and then now you're able to possibly have a more productive conversation with the person and he's he's realistic about that obviously Mm -hmm. like that takes practice and it doesn't mean you're going to get it right every time because we're fucking human Mm -hmm. and then and we feel how we feel sometimes where none of this matters right that's (laughs) that's okay right the point is it should happen less and less as time goes on it should be easier for you to handle things the right way and have productive he calls them productive arguments versus just arguing to argue or arguing to win yeah i feel like our argument count has gone down significantly yeah significantly and but, and but was, even, we were well we were on a roll for a long time of arguments all we were doing was arguing yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and that that's. But goddamn, there was just so much going on. Like, that's one thing too. Like, you can't take away like circumstances and how that affects. If you. people knew, or I think sometimes even were put in the positions that we have been put in, like it could break. Like, it 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 was a lot. A lot of things happening in a very short period of time. If you really think about it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I, I don't have to really think about it. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I was in it. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I think one of the things that, well, circumstances definitely, the circum, the change in circumstances have definitely been a big factor in reducing the amount of arguing that has occurred between you and I Mm -hmm. but also also another big factor is we've been able to better understand one another and also been able to better understand ourselves yeah and with that it has not only allowed us to accept who we are as individuals like like I accept myself more you and you accept yourself more, but then we also accept each other. Or for me, honestly, it's been less about accepting myself and more acknowledging that like, oh, I still have like a lot of work to do and I want to do it. And so I'm actually going to do it for me. Okay. Like there's been a lot of things that I have had to change you know, since we've been in this relationship, but also like, even more like this past year, I feel like I've had to do a lot of, you know, looking at myself. It's been a lot. And working on myself more than I had before. Even though yeah. I thought I did before, there was still more shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think another thing that's helped us too is that because we're so experienced with arguing with one another, it's almost... Like I can, I can already lay down exactly how every single argument is going to go, what's going to be said, how it's going to be handled before anything's even said. Or you, you see, <laughs> but what I'm you've saying? been doing that. But, but even more so now because it's been proven and tested. <laughs> <laughs> like I know exactly what the fuck's going to come out of your mouth, how you're going to handle so fun. It. So I say all that to say. There are times where I might want to say something or whatever, 
and I, I play out the entire scenario in my head. I go, is that worth it? <laughs> and then go, nope, because I already did it. Yeah. I know what the outcome's going to be. I already know what's going to happen. And then you just you, you just don't do it. And I'm sure you do the same thing. I, I do it, but it, I, I don't think I do it to think about like so much how you're going to um, react or things you're going to say. I do it for myself. And I, <laughs> I play it out for me. And I go, okay, I could see how this could end up with me being like, fuck you. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna bring it back in my head and be like, I, I don't want that to be the end result. So what am I going to do differently? And that's been apologize or actually like initiate conversation when there's tension. Shit that I wouldn't do before. I just wouldn't do it. Right. So there's been a lot of that for me. Which reminds me of one of the things that he talked about in this rule was understanding your partner's fighting style. Mm-hmm. Is that is that how you put it? He, it was. Yeah. Learn, was learn it your fighting par- style? Learn your partner's fighting style. Right. Okay. So there are three different fighting styles that he described. And there, one of them yeah. is venting. Another one is hiding. Mm-hmm. And the third one is exploding. Mm-hmm. And you really broke that down and what those three look like. I believe that in between each one of those, or even like with some sort of color wheel, there is a spectrum where some of those might bleed into into one another. Mm -hmm. But if you close your eyes and you think about how things have transpired between you and your partner, at least I know I could do it with us. I know that out of all three of those things, I play more of the hiding role than anything. Yeah. Right? I think in the beginning of our relationship, I did a lot of venting. Yeah, I agree. In the beginning, I did a lot of you talking. Did. I did a lot, did a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of talking. And then there was a shift. And I I know you know when it was, but there was mm-hmm. a shift in our, in our relationship where I started handling things differently. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, since that shift, I have been leaning more into the hiding role. Mm-hmm. Now, in the hiding role, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm being a bitch about things and um, what, 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 what would like hiding look like if someone doesn't understand? It's like you don't want to talk about it in the moment. You need to take space. And that, I, I guess it's more what it is. So yeah. instead of saying what it's not, I'll say what it is. The hiding role, at least for me, goes okay i already know how this is going to pan out i already know what's going to happen so i'd rather not just talk about it yeah and so i go in my own direction i carry on with my day and to me it just it is what it is now that doesn't necessarily mean that there's not going to be any negative energy attached to that because of of course there's going to be negative energy attached to it if i'm feeling sour about something or i'm upset about something or whatever it may be right but the last thing that I want to do now, more so than ever, is talk about it. I just want to let it go. Meanwhile, you are more of the venting type. Yeah. Like a, I want to address it right now. Right. I want to talk about it right now. And we're going to figure it the fuck out right now. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> That's how I feel about it. But With it, a lot of emotion <laughs> attached right. to that. But in my head, I know that we're not going to come to... A resolution. Yeah. Like there's not going to be, a, well, at least for at least for the first talk. Yes, I already know correct. that there's not going to be 
you understand where I'm coming from or anything like that. And also based it's on because that's how we used to do it. Right. So then for me, when you stopped doing that, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like you used to never just not want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like That's all we did mm-hmm. was talk about it. So that was why it was even harder for me to navigate mm-hmm. when that would happen. Cause it wasn't like that before. Right. So, yeah. But, but interestingly enough, I would start off hiding you will go into venting. Your venting would come with a little bit of spice. Not necessarily you were going explosive, <laughs> but it but it would come with a little bit of extra, right? <laughs> Which would then flip me into venting yeah. and then put you into hiding. True. Yeah. And so there's this this thing that happens and then there's a break that takes place. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere within that break when things simmer then we're both in venting. I think we both kind of like, like you were saying, like take space, uh-huh. which I guess would be the hiding. Okay. And then we'll come back, we'll I think, and vent. do like venting. Right. I think. Now, some of them don't work that smooth, right? <laughs> some of them, some of them, there's a little gap that takes place and things become terminal. Yeah. Where there are conversations that are talked about where the relationship is going to end or, you know, thinking about ending a relationship or whatever it may be. And then from there, then that would turn into both of us venting. Yeah. But there's a, a cycle that, that takes place with right. our conflicts. And it's, it's, it's at least been like that for about a year now, mm-hmm. as far as that model that I just illustrated. It's been about it's been about a year since it's been that way. Prior to that, it wasn't that way. Prior to that, it was me venting and you. Was it vent? Was it you venting back, or was it just you hiding? I think you're just listening. <laughs> are you going to chime in? Or are you just going to giggle? You know, you the, know the answer. I guess it depends. Like I, I'd have to think of specific arguments, but. There could be borderline like explosive. Well, yeah, 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 for yeah, me. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have been exploding, and I was venting. Yeah, and then hi, yeah. It's just, I don't know, but it is important to understand those three things because at least if you can understand those three things, then you know where you are in a disagreement with your partner, and knowing that like. Sometimes if you are a hider and underst- or understanding if your partner is one, it's not that they don't want to address it. It's mm-hmm. that they don't want to address it in the moment. And sometimes you have to respect that. You know what I'm saying? That could be part of it too. Or understanding like, okay, I like to do, you know, hash it out right then and there and like being patient with that too and being like, and saying, okay, I understand you want to resolve it right now. I'm not ready to, I need my space. Like more so understanding that about your partner so that maybe you can avoid a blowout. Right. By giving the person what they need. Right. And to be honest with you, most of the time when I'm not quote unquote ready to talk about it, has less to do with me not being ready to talk about it. Everything that I have to say to it's usually already ready to go. I've already thought about it and yada, yada, yada. I just know you and I know that you might be operating in a space where 
you're still offended or you're you're running hot or you're running emotional about something. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so doing it in that particular moment mm-hmm. might not be the best. But then I also know that delaying it is going to make you more <laughs> uncomfortable yeah. in doing it. So then I go, well, then, OK, fine. Then maybe I'll put it back on me and say I'm not ready to do it because I'm not ready to deal with that shit. <laughs> because I know that <laughs> when I first say something, no matter what I say, I'm I'm the goddamn devil. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and then and then it's going to be that cycle. So it's like, do I really want to deal with that now? But that's usually where it's coming from. But I guess the one thing that empowers me with that is because I understand that that's what's happening. Then it makes me less offended when you you do that. And then I can speed up the process by giving you the space that you need after we've addressed the elephant in the room and just let you sit with it for a little bit. And then let you look at the elephant and try to see it from all the different angles. And you go, okay, I get it Mm. kind of thing. And then now we can come back and have a a conversation or whatever. Yeah, we're actually, I was going to say, looking for a solution or sometimes deciding that there is no solution Mm because there's there's been that too and and just just to make it clear for anyone that's out there that's listening i'm not trying to put things on her because there are easily a bunch of different scenarios where i i could think of where i've done something to start an argument where i might have said some shit or done something that i started it and now i don't want to talk about it i don't want to deal with it you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i i didn't want to I, I i felt like what i was just saying made it seem like that you're the problem and yada 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 <laughs> no 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 no. there there are times where i start some shit but i don't want i just don't want to fucking deal with it at the time <laughs> because of a mood that i was in or so, like i said something i've said or done or whatever it may be and um yeah so it's just it, it just uh it takes a lot to Put the ego aside and it takes a lot to then go, okay, what do we want? Do we want to be right or do we want to be happy? Right. And so we see that even more when we do have those arguments that lead to those. I I don't know any other term to say, but like the terminal conversations where we're talking about, okay, well, do we in a relationship? Do we yada, yada, yada? And then at that point is when we go, okay, well, we want the relationship. So what do we have to do to win the relationship? Yeah. And I think at that point, that's when we come together and then we try to solve the problem. Even if solving the problem just looks like you understand it this way, I understand it this way, and that's yeah. that. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we dislike each other. It doesn't mean that we we can't get along in every other aspect that we get along in. We just don't see eye to eye on the way we view this mm-hmm. in this particular moment. Yeah. And I think that is something that more and more people are going to find themselves uh, running into simply because we are now moving into the society where more and more people are getting in more serious relationships 
after they've already established a life for themselves. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like it gone are the days where it's just like you marry your high school sweetheart, mm. or not that that doesn't happen. I'm sure that still happens. 100%. But yeah, like you're kind of just growing up together, essentially. Correct. Yeah. Now it's like <laughs> divorce and baby mamas and baby daddies, or being alone for a while, or being right. alone for a long time. <laughs> because right, because it all comes with its own baggage, yeah. right? It's so easy to point out, and I, f I feel like we've talked about this before. I, I this is episodes ago, but it's so easy to point the finger at someone that's been divorced, someone that may have baby mamas or whatever it may be, or baby daddies, and say that that person is coming with baggage. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's it's pretty obvious that that person exactly, is coming with baggage yeah. because you see it. But yeah. no one talks about the baggage that it comes with when you're dealing with someone that has zero experience with sharing a life with someone and now they're trying to do this mm -hmm. thing after they've had a path of self up to the age of 30 yeah mid 30s whatever it may look like and then the baggage of what did your parents do to you what did <laughs> yeah. your why did your previous relationships fail because mm -hmm. or why you, did why haven't you wanted to be in a serious relationship up to this right. point yeah because you could look at the one person and go oh you were divorced oh wow i know for a fact that you had a relationship that failed but just because someone is entering into a relationship that has never been married to be divorced doesn't mean that they didn't have 20 relationships that exactly. failed yeah. before them you could have just had the one relationship that failed mm -hmm. right mm-hmm your one serious relationship could have been your marriage. Yeah. They had 20 relationships that right. went nowhere. Nowhere, yeah. And they kept failing. But now you're the mm -hmm. one that's looked at as you're the one with the problems because you're the one who got married and got a divorce. Right. Oh, you mean because I, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it, it comes in all shapes and all different sizes. And so I say all that to say, being that we live in this world where both people, both male and female or male and male or female, and female or whatever the hell your relationship looks like. The fact that now we're seeing it more and more common that people are waiting until later in life in order to do these serious things like sharing a life with somebody. And then also you factor in that both people usually don't need one another and they know that. Mm -hmm. Right. And so everyone's value, everyone's self value is through the fucking roof. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then it creates a space where it's going to be even more important for people, the individual to understand that there is more to this world than me. And there, there is more to, uh, uh, what's actually happening than my perception. Right. That there is this other person that I share life with who has their own world and their own perception. And they're they're the they're the player of their game. Mm -hmm. You're the player of your game. And somehow you have to make this game of partnership and this game of life work. And to, and deciding the value of that or seeing the value in that enough to want to make that work. Correct. Just off of that, just because you mm -hmm. want to be in it out of no necessity, just because you want to. Like, that's a big deal. Like, to right. decide, like, I value my life with this person enough that I'm going to navigate all of these things because that's what I want.
Right. And so then you got to take the good with the bad. Right. And then with this rule, it teaches you how to deal with the bad and to not always see it as this terminal thing, not always or to see it as a pointing the finger. Thing. Or pointing the finger. Right. Which is, is what we tend to do. Because it's easy. Yeah. We, but we do that with everything in life. Yeah. Everything that we do in life, we want to be right and mm-hmm. we don't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. But what one of the more satisfying things that I felt that I've been able to do is to be able to acknowledge the shit that I do wrong and just be OK with it. How many times lately have we been in an argument and I've done something that is a character a flaw of mine? I say, yeah, I did it. And I'm not saying it's right, but I did it. Yeah. Like it, but it <laughs> yeah. makes me feel so much better to say it because I, I'm at least standing on what is me. Mm-hmm. Even if it means that it's something that I don't want to change about me or I don't care to change about me, I would say, yeah. And, and I've done it in therapy sessions where I've said, yeah, I knew that I was wrong. Or, yeah, I know I could do it this way, but that's just out of my character. And I'm not going to do that because it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, I, I I might bend a little bit in order to make sure that I'm not coming off like a complete idiot. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but but there's something to be said about when you can be comfortable with knowing that you've done something wrong, but still finding the victory in being the bigger person to stand on it and admit that you've done something wrong. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I did I say that in a crazy way? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I just say shit, and I don't even like. Did that come out right? So I look at you to like, did that? Did that make sense? <laughs> it did. But but you get what I'm saying. And I guess for me, depending on what we're talking about in those moments, like I appreciate that. But then, and other times, I'm like, well, I wish you were like sorry about it, but you're not. Now, we've talked about this before. But I'm saying it depends. I'm not saying it's all the time. There are some things that I'm sorry yeah, about. But right. there are some things that I'm not sorry exactly. about. Exactly. But then the things that you're not sorry about, me wanting you to be sorry about them, then is something that I need to look at myself for why do I want you to be sorry about it. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so. All coming from someone who just learned how to say sorry. Listen, that's my thing that I've had to work on. <laughs> right. No, no, and I'm, you know I'm where teasing. that comes from. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I mean, it's real, but I'm teasing. <laughs> you have heard more sorries from me than anybody ever has no, in their no, life. And I, and I appreciate that. And I, I appreciate that. And I have seen the growth, <laughs> which is why I feel comfortable making fun of it because I... I, I can't make fun of something that's not, you know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I've seen the growth. Yeah. So that's why I'm being tongue in cheek <laughs> about it. But yes, but I, but where I was getting at was shredding your ego. And sometimes, sometimes people, people should just understand that or all the times people should understand that he who talks last loses. You don't always need to have the last word, especially if you know, in your heart of hearts that you're right about something and you know that if you say nothing then it could end something that doesn't even mean anything anyway like is it worth it 
Yeah. And again, it goes back to that. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Yeah. <laughs> well, what the fuck? I, I choose happiness. And, you know, it was something that we were talking about off air. But uh, I, I think it's important to say, you know, there, there was always this saying, happy wife, happy life, and yada, yada, yada. And um, I, when I hear it, I think of something completely different. I think when most people hear it, they think, oh, it's just a man that's just letting his wife walk all over him and say <laughs> what he wants or say what she wants. And he'll just go along with it in order to keep the peace and yada, 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 because he understands that as long as she's happy and he's a simp, then everything's OK. When I see it as. I'm on some next level shit. I hear what you're saying. I know that you're coming from it with your lady brain. And and and, and I'm just going to go. Yeah, OK. Knowing that I ain't got shit to prove, I'll shut the fuck up. Not because I'm a simp, because I just want to move the fuck on with my day and I keep it moving. And and I've noticed that more and more since we've had fewer and fewer conflicts, I think that we've both been able to learn how to do that very thing. Yeah. Where you just I know my person. Right. I know what time it is. I'll just shut the fuck up. Who cares? What do I care? Well, and, it, and even if it means you had to go, yeah, okay. And then you walk away. And then you know in your head, <laughs> this nigga's lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> and he knows he's wrong. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? No, I know. Well, to tie it into what he, because he, this is an actual thing that he talks about. It's like, what types of arguments are you having? Mm-hmm. And that would be like pointless arguments. Mm-hmm. Like, those are dumb mm-hmm. and you just shouldn't have them because right. they're pointless. Nothing right. will come of it. It's a waste of energy. It might turn into a bigger thing than it should have been. Like, so we just don't have, we try not to have those mm-hmm. or minimize those. Mm-hmm. So we have better shit to do. Right. Right. So in my brain now, if I say, you know what? You're right. In my brain, I'm saying, bitch, you sleeping. I know you tripping. And then, and then when I give you a kiss, good night, I'm saying out loud, I love you, good night. But what I'm really saying, babe, in my head but, is, oh my okay, god, never mind. Jeez. Never mind. But, but 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 you you get what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Because you know certain things, especially in times like this, it it is meaningless. Yeah. What's it going to solve? And if. The argument isn't going to no 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 this this is something serious. I'm, I'm about to drop a gem, okay. right? If the argument, if you're if you're if you winning in an argument doesn't or isn't going to lead to something actually changing, right? Productive, productive. Mm-hmm. Then what's the fucking point? Yeah. For instance, and this is something simple, right? Let's say we're talking about buying furniture. You want cloth. I want leather, right? That would be a productive argument. There would be a reason why I would stand firm in selling you the idea of changing your mind from cloth to leather. Same with you would do the same for me from leather to cloth, Mm -hmm. right? Because at the end of the day, we're going to leave this furniture store with either cloth or leather, Yeah. right? So it's important for you to... Make sure that your side wins because 
if you believe it's the more really, rational if side. If you really give a fuck, right. too. And if you really give a fuck, yeah. right, then it's important for you to do it. But if what you're arguing isn't going to change anything, mm-hmm. and you know at the end of the day that it's just going to lead to just pointless words or whatever, or you're just going to agree to disagree at the end of the day, just let it go. Right. There's a lot of that. Just let it go. Yeah. I think that's hard for people. Like those little things are hard to let go sometimes. And I guess like we were saying earlier off air, it's like sometimes that's just part of being in a relationship with someone. There's going to be shit about that person that you're not going to change that you don't like. Mm-hmm. And you just got to let it fucking go. <laughs> like, And I, I think I'm speaking more to women because we have more shit to complain about the men typically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like women, let it fucking go. And like, it's okay. We sometimes men don't do things the way we want them to do it. And that's okay. Let it fucking go. Right. <laughs> that's been hard, but. <laughs> 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 well, you know, relationships are hard. Relationships are hard and relationships become even harder when you didn't, or you weren't able to take advantage of growing up with one another and you have quote unquote baggage and yeah yeah you have years and years and years of experience of living life your way and now you have to somehow integrate it with living life the way someone else lives it along with your way and you have to be accepting of it if you want to live in some sort of peace (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) do the work people i think that's that that's all we're really saying is do the work take the time to identify yourself identify who your partner really is and uh i guess then really identify if if you want to be with that person right and if you're willing to fight for a relationship because sometimes it's it's gonna be a fight like what do you want your relationship to look like ultimately and that that might be a real one for people like do you like drama? Do you like to argue? Because I think some people might like that. Honestly, if you sit back and think, like, what are we really arguing about all the time? Mm. Am I is that is that where I'm fucked up at? Do I like drama? Some people like that shit. What? Well, yeah, yeah. There is some truth to that. You know what I mean? Like, what what would it look like if we weren't arguing all the time? Mm-hmm. That might be, you know. Would we be bored? Would we have yeah. nothing to talk about? Yeah. Do we have nothing to talk about outside of debating? <laughs> yeah. and, and do I do this with everybody? It, yes. Do I do this with my friends? Do yeah. I debate a lot with my friends? Because if I Am debate I a lot with my friends, ever, then yeah. I just might be a debating yeah. person. Yeah. But if I don't debate with my friends, if I don't debate slash argue with my family, then I might not like this person. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because if I don't handle any of my other relationships that way. Why this one? Then the why, one that you should... One? You... If you think about it, like you should, this is the person you love. This is the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. Like you should treat it like that. It should look that way. Right. You should move accordingly. Now, I I understand that in relationships, the stakes are usually higher. Yeah. So with the stakes being higher, there's more emotion and that's involved. And anytime you're adding in more emotion, it's safe to say that you're taking out the, the rational side of yeah, especially because like thinking. nobody triggers you the way your romantic right. partner does. Plus, there's a lot at stake. Yeah, and I said this on a previous episode. 
there are times where I'm arguing with you or I'm trying to, well, I, I guess you say it's arguing because you're going to see this arguing. But if I'm trying to argue my side, it's not to prove to you that I'm right. It's to prove to you that I'm not trying to be an asshole. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to be a bad person. Mm -hmm. But the more I do it, the more sometimes I just dig myself into a deeper <laughs> hole. You get yeah. what I'm saying? But but then that sparks emotion yeah. and emotion because I want you, I'm not, a, I'm not a dickhead. I'm not an asshole. I'm not trying to do this, you know, yada, 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 yada. And then, and then you, you find yourself in a position where you're doing something that might be out of your character or doing something that you are doing something that's completely different with anyone else in your life only because the stakes are higher and mm -hmm. there's a lot more to lose, right? Uh, uh, ending of a relationship with us would mean not living together, not seeing my child every day, mm -hmm. you know, uh, having to deal with, you know, all, all the other things that come along with it. So, yes, you would think with all that, then that would make you want to lean in even more into uh, treating this relationship like royalty and 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 you, you don't want to sully it in, in any kind of yeah. way. But what happens is, is that when we want something, we we fight for it, even if it we fight to hold it, even if it looks like we're it's slipping out of our hands <laughs> and we're like fumbling to get it and we're, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're doing this thing and. It just is what it is. And I, and I think it's just a part of being human. And, uh, yeah. But I, I think it's important to be able to sit back and, and identify that. And I think that once you're able to identify that, then things will get a lot easier for anyone out there that might be going through it with your partner or might have been in a relationship where they were going through it with their partner. Yeah. And this is coming from people that, can honestly say that we have seen a change in how we handle things. And it's not to say that we don't have disagreements. We have disagreements all the fucking time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. I at think least, it's just how we're managing once or twice them. a week. Yeah. But are we arguing about it? No. No. Yeah. But it's not because we don't give a shit about one another. It's that we just know it's just not it's not worth it. Right. No. Not that we're not worth it, but yeah, I know. it's not worth <laughs> it. So, is there anything else that you wanted to add to that? Any? Um, no. I uh, mean, there's there's so much. There's yeah. so much in this rule. Like this, this was just such a deep one. Yeah. But I think like we touched on right. There's a ton of just, tips and tricks in there. Yeah. There's breaks down a lot more things. Right. It's a very heavy rule. In and, a good way. In a good way. Right, it's, right. It's very real. Mm -hmm. I think people would get a lot out of it. This one was more interesting to me, but I, I feel like it's because this is where we are in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Number six. Yeah. For sure. I agree. For sure. For sure. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. So I can edit this and get this out. Okay. Hopefully by the end of today. <laughs> which is one hour left of today you can do it i can do it all right thank you for rocking with us people this has been episode 90 of the feelings first facts later podcast a podcast where we saying shit but we ain't saying shit we will see you for episode 91 peace bye 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 bye